welcome back to another fantastic episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Porter. And we are stoked to be bringing you this episode. Feels like it's been a minute. Yeah, you were a little sick last week, so we we did a replay. I uh, blame the baby for that. We blame the baby for everything. Yep. But yep. I think genuinely that's probably inaccurate between his just killing your immune system now with his teething keeping you up all night like mm-hmm. it's only a matter of time that you're going to get get sick. sick yeah yeah uh we're super stoked to be doing this episode because it's for me it's my favorite time of year it's the most wonderful time of the- i'll stop and i'm not talking about christmas not at all uh it's halloween time yeah <laughs> so ash yeah do you like halloween i no i don't i love <sighs> halloween oh i see what you did there <laughs> halloween is my favorite holiday do you remember where that came from like where where does this love of halloween stem from like where where did this come from uh, i don't know i, I just I like dressing up, and I've always dressed up and trick-or-treating, you know, candy, duh, hello. Yeah. And, yeah, I never did, like, Halloween parties or anything, except for, like, the, like, obvious ones that you do in elementary school. But, yeah, I don't know. I've just always loved it. Good. Do you like Halloween? I don't know. I I want to. I remember growing up, I think it's one of my dad's favorite holidays. And so I think it's always like been special. But at the same time, like we never decorated for it really. um, Other than a few things like inside the house. And I don't remember at what age I stopped trick-or-treating and stopped dressing up. But I feel like it was relatively early. Like I was not like the high school kid who got dressed up still and went trick-or-treating. Like I, I didn't go to parties in high school or in college, or ever. <laughs> and so, you know, my my childhood ha- Halloween ended relatively quickly, and as an adult, I've never really had much use for it. So, until I met you, and I'm starting to, uh, to regain my appreciation for it. See, and I don't, I wasn't like a late trick-or-treater either. I think the last time I tried to go trick-or-treating, I had anxiety because I felt too old, and I think I was... Turn your fucking phone <laughs> I didn't even know it was still on. I think I was 14, and there was one woman who was like, aren't you guys a little bit old to be trick-or-treating? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> we but free are. candy, so <laughs> fuck Let off, Let me hold lady. on to the last remaining shred of my childhood. Uh, who are you to destroy my innocence? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, middle school that's what it's called that was like (laughs) pretty much when I was done yeah and then I mean I've done things as an adult but now that we have a baby I mean we don't do anything so Halloween included we're going trick-or-treating yeah I don't know what we're gonna do this week it'll be interesting to see what we do on Wednesday yep it'll kind of it's up in the air gonna play it by ear you know and one of the things that that comes with Halloween that everybody seems to get a thrill out of is the required scary movies. It seems like it's pretty, uh, pretty much obligatory that you have to sit through 
some type of scary and or horror movie on, you know, the month of October, throughout the month of October. Well, yeah. So. Otherwise, you're not cool or something. <laughs> I I don't love, I'm going to just put it out there that I'm, I'm a little bit of a scaredy cat. I don't love scary movies. See, and it's funny because I used to love scary movies to the point where if I didn't like have nightmares from it, I'm like, this movie fucking sucks. <laughs> if this hasn't ruined me in some way. <laughs> I would come out of movies like from the theater being like, this wasn't scary enough. And now I can barely get through like Hocus Pocus without like shitting my pants because yeah. I don't know. Motherhood has just completely mm-hmm. altered my life in your sense of priorities in every them. single way. Ways that I never would have imagined. The senseless violence of like Halloween and Friday the 13th. It's not even the violence. I'm just a fucking scaredy cat all of a sudden. We were watching It again. Yeah. The, the new, new one. one. Oh. Which we've already seen. We saw it in theaters. And so I know exactly what's going to happen. And it like, it's it's a jumpy movie. Yeah. It scared me. Like it's creepy. And I we watched it again recently and I could barely get through it. I was like, I covered my eyes more than I think I've ever covered my eyes for a scary movie. Did you ever uh, did you ever find yourself clapping your eyes and plugging your ears at the same time so mm-hmm. that you couldn't hear it or see it? I didn't do that with this, but I've done that when I was younger. Yeah. That's kind of how, even as an adult, it's, I, I'm like, I, if I know someone's going to die or something, yeah. it's going to sound like... Ooh, yeah, like bones crunching. Bones crunching, I'll, I'll, I won't. Yeah. I won't listen. Ugh. That just gave me the chills. When uh, yeah, Ash and like, I, a scary way. when Ash and I were first dating, she's like, "Well, you've seen like the old Halloween." And I'm all, "No." What about like, you know, Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street? And I'm all, "No, none of those. I haven't seen a single one of those old like classic horror movies." And she's like, "Well, then, since you and I are dating, and I love horror movies so much, we're going to watch <laughs> the new Rob Zombie directed Halloween." And I was like, "Okay, because I love you, you know." And we're doing this thing. I'll I'll sit through this movie. And, and we were I, like freshly dating. And so yeah. I had to like do. The machismo. Like I had to like. Extra. You had to be extra. Yeah. I had, to, I had to put in work. And I swear to God. I shit you not. There were more parts in that movie. That I, I care to admit. Where I legit had the blankets up over my head. Or I, at the very least like would cover my face. You. I'm going to call you out on this. You fell off the bed. <laughs> you jumped so bad. You fell off your bed. I, I, I mean, your bed was tiny. Yeah, it was like a single or something, but you fell off it. Yeah, I, I rolled off. I fell off the side of the bed. Um, but I got through the movie. And then I don't remember how long after that. She's like, hey, since we watched that movie, <laughs> Rob Zombie also directed the sequel to Halloween. We should watch that. And I was like, okay, I, I went through the first one. I can do the second one. We made it maybe 10 minutes into the movie <laughs> before I was like, fuck it. I'm done. Turn it off. Ash, I'm sorry. I can't watch this. <laughs> I and, forgot that you didn't even finish and it. And you guys would not believe the look of like disappointment and disgust and kind of like, <laughs> who am I dating that came from Ash's eyes when I was like, are you still going to respect me if I tell you to turn this movie off? And she, she's never been a good liar. <laughs> and when she said, 
yeah, that's fine. If we don't have to watch it if you don't want to. That's fine. <laughs> I just could see straight through and be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. She has lost any shred of respect. Anything that she ever had is now gone because I cannot sit through this movie. Spoiler alert. Um, it works out in the end. It works out in the end? Between you and I. Okay. Because we're married now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, the movie works out? Like, I was like, is there a movie at some point where you turn it off early? (laughs) So, with that in mind, Ash started watching this movie at work because every month her work, they do a movie Friday. Yeah, it's the last Friday of the month. Last Friday of the month. They started watching this movie. Sorry, there's dust on my mic thing. My and I've heard, and I've heard really good things about it, but I've never seen it because again, I'm I'm kind of a bitch. I don't love scary movies or even jumpy like suspenseful movies. Let alone like you'll never catch me watching like Saw or Texas Chainsaw Massacre or The Hills Have Eyes or any of those uh, like super ultra gory movies. You will never see me. I will never in my life watch that. But anyway, Ash, tell them about the movie that you recommended. Then we. That you that we I uh, I rented for us that we watched the other night. We watched. We're the last ones on the planet to to watch this movie. That's not true. We're still in Redbox. We, you're loud. I know. I'm just I'm done with it now. Well, I, everyone knows that now. <laughs> we watched The Quiet Place. Bum bum bum. And I had like heard people talk about The Quiet yeah. Place, but I guess because I don't watch like movies tv yeah. and so i don't see previews i mean i watch tv don't get me wrong but i watch like 90 percent of the tv we watch is on our dvr and so we just fast forward through the commercials and so i had never i had no idea what this was about i just hear people talking about it and i'm like oh that sounds like a scary scary movie i probably don't want to watch it because there's like even when i liked scary movies there's just like that like really really creepy kind of scary movie there's i don't know i can't think of like a good example but there was a type of scary movies where i'm like i don't want to watch that one like i was more into like halloween like thrasher slasher just pointless violence just senseless just everybody just dies for no reason movies yeah i don't know but so i was like yeah i'm not gonna be seeing that one and then it won our movie friday votes and we started watching it, and I'm not going to even say anything. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about, because I had no idea what it was about going into it, and it just like makes it that much better. So the one person who's listening I to us who hasn't seen this movie. anxiety from the first minute it, to the like very last credit, or not last credit, very like end credit. The, the end credit. I'm pretty yeah, sure. The, guys, the credits are not suspenseful, <laughs> so I don't know why she was... I'm like, ah, anxious. Uh, directed by. Uh, stunts by. But yeah, I, I'm i pretty sure that I hit my my exercise <laughs> or my heart, move goal because heart my heart rate was elevated for the entire movie. Yeah, you pretty much like shit the couch. Not pretty much. <laughs> Oh, I was trying to like spare you, you know, spare your dignity a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved it. It was fantastic. I would totally like 10 out of 10 would watch it again. Yeah, me too. And so 
it just to kind of like because Ash is right, like to not try and give anything away, but it kind of has a Stranger Things, yeah, vibe meshed with um, signs, signs vibe, like those two things, like that energy is is kind of combined, and it was just such an original concept, and it wasn't like gory horrific, but it was so it played with your mind. And it was just super jumpy, and I loved it. So Yeah, I did too. Not that this is a movie review podcast, but there you go. You got our our recommendation. So if you need something for Halloween, that's a that's a good one. And it's, I want to say it's like kid-friendly. I mean, obviously it's PG-13. I don't think it's kid-friendly. But it's not like Halloween, you know? It's not like a... There's some scary shit that happens. Well, I'm not saying... It, but I'm saying, I'm not saying, I'm saying it's not like a gory, like only let your adult children watch it with you like don't let your like 11 or 12 year old watch it maybe i don't know i sometimes think we're we're pretty conservative when it comes to what we watch or what we let ellie watch or what we think kids should watch jurassic park scared her i'm pretty sure she would be (laughs) fucking shitting her pants watching this i know but she's seen both seasons of stranger things so i know and she couldn't sleep for weeks (laughs) i don't want to deal with that no i'm trying to deal with that either um, do you have a favorite scary movie, Ash? Like, what would you say? Do you have one that you would say like ten, like ten out of ten? Like you'd watch it more than once. Um, got the yawns. I don't know. That's a good question. Hocus Pocus. Yeah. If you guys, uh... my favorite. I don't know about scary movie, but we can talk about Halloween movies. Probably like the obvious like nightmare before christmas is right. like you have yeah. to watch that um beetlejuice Ooh, yeah i love the shining really mm-hmm. that's interesting I we do. should watch that again i love that i started reading it and then i stopped because like it. i don't read books <laughs> how but far I, how far did you get into it before you quit <laughs> oh i got that it got fucked up that's where i quit because i was like oh, i can't do this to be fair, I did listen to the entire book on tape of The Shining. That's right. Whoa, I keep Dude. doing that. Yeah, you did do the the Audible. Yeah, and it was one yeah. of those where I'm like at my desk and I'm like, I can't work because I'm so captivated. <laughs> You're cute. <laughs> yeah, what's yours? Do you have a favorite scary movie? Um, Harry Potter. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> All of them. Um, or no. a Halloween movie, I guess. I would say Hocus Pocus, probably. I is... thought you hated I Hocus Pocus. I fucking hate Hocus oh. Pocus. I'm just joking. I cannot stand that movie. Like, I watch it with you because I know it's like a, a Halloween tradition. It's like it's, a classic. it's the Halloween version of a Christmas story. I think Freeform at one yeah. point will play it for 24 hours, oh, back to back. I I honestly like we. If you have Freeform, you'll know that like all they've played for the past like. 28 Days is Hotel Transylvania 1 and 2. And Ash and I dig those. She even splurged and rented Halloween or Hotel Transylvania 3 yep. today, even though we'd already seen it. So um, I like I like that. Um, we watched the original Halloween, and I didn't think it was all that scary. I mean, it was slightly edited for TV. I think it was on like AMC. Yeah. 
But it's kind of like these old movies like have all this hype around them. And then like the old school It has all kinds of hype around it. And you're watching, you're like, this movie's garbage. This is so bad. So we saw the... Rest in peace, Tim Curry, but this movie's awful. We saw the remake in theaters and we were both like scared after it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay, now we have to watch the original because the original is so scary. And we watched it, and halfway through, I looked over, and I'm like, I'm sorry, this movie she, fucking sucks. She legit apologized for making <laughs> us watch it. And it had some it's jumpy... It's like a four-hour movie. Yeah, and it had some jumpy moments and stuff like that, but it was like, oh my god, this just needs to end. But as a kid, that... If you would have asked me, like, ten years ago, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? It. Like, yeah. hands down. That movie scared the living shit out of me. Oh, I thought Pet Cemetery. We just watched that. I just barely watched that with you for the first time, I think, last... Halloween. Yeah, I like that so much. That wasn't scary. I started reading that book too, and of course, didn't finish it. <laughs> I'm noticing a trend here, Ash. So, um, <laughs> yes. I was gonna jump the gun. Well, you don't know what I, I was gonna be like. So, Ash, do you believe in ghosts? Yeah, I feel like that's what you were gonna say. So, jump the gun then. So, Port, do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> do you believe in magic? I, I, There's definitely a part of me that does and a part of me that's super cynical about it. Um, and we put this poll out on our Facebook, and it came back 50-50. Well, no, a little bit higher than that. It was like three people said yes, they do, and one <laughs> one person said no. Um and I just think I have never experienced it, but there's also so much like so much story, like so many stories and so many people that have like firsthand experience with it. Yeah. So you feel like it, so has, feel like to it be has to be true, even though I haven't experienced it. But then other people have, you know, my my belief in an afterlife is kind of shifted as well. And so I I'm more and more leaning towards the idea that. Once you die, like it just turns off and that's it. Like it's it's just dead and gone. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. That consciousness doesn't like persist through time or like exist in any other place. It just ends, you know. Yeah. And so, the idea of a ghost then is that you you can't have both, right? You can't believe in ghosts while not simultaneously believing in an afterlife. Mm-hmm. And so, I I'm conflicted, I guess. I think that it scares me enough that I feel like I must believe in it and to a certain degree because otherwise I wouldn't be scared of it. Yeah, that's deep. I've never thought about it to that extent. Yeah. That's what you come to this podcast for. Yep. <laughs> deep shit like that. Mind blown. I I don't know how I stand on like the whole afterlife thing. Right. I do believe in like spirits good or bad i don't know if i would say like angels what about demons i don't know i'm getting there okay sorry but like good like good spirits are like angels but then ghosts like i would say i believe in ghosts have you ever had any like first-hand experience with it uh, I want to say I've had like one, but I feel like it was just me being like a high school kid and like the circumstances that in the house I was at. Right. And it was 
I don't know. That's my only like experience. Right. It was. I was in tenth grade, I think, and <clears throat> maybe ninth grade. Um, my mom and I were living with her, f- my mom's friend, and we were living in her basement, well, downstairs, and her sister, my f- mom's friend's sister, had died a couple of years ago, I think, in the house, in the basement. Oh, the really? The basement was the sister's area. Like, my mom's room was the sister's room, and, like, there was just the one bathroom down there, and so... Whoa. Come on, bro. <laughs> she, I think she like overdosed in the bathroom. Something where she died in the bathroom. And um, I was home alone one day. It was like a Saturday or something. So it was the middle of the day and I was watching like MTV or something downstairs in our living room. Uh-huh. And it was, we had an old TV, the kind where we didn't have a working remote for it. So you had to like stand up and watch. Did, yeah. Was it like a click? Like it would turn like it had a knob, like a physical knob? It was either a knob or like a push in button to like turn the TV off. Like a, not just like a button on a normal TV, but like like a turkey baster kind of, or turkey timer type thing. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It was one of, one of the two, either a knob or that big button that stuck out. Right. Yeah, I think we had a remote for like the cable or something, but for the actual TV, it, it didn't work or something. And so I was watching TV and, oh, because it has, the cable had to be like on channel three or something right. to work. And I'm watching TV and then all of a sudden it goes to like channel two, so it's static. And I'm like, oh, that's that's weird. And so I just stand up and I go over and I turn it back and then I go and sit down and I'm watching TV, and then a couple minutes later, like, it happens again. And I'm like, okay. And I go back up, and I change it, and I'm like, it's kind of fucking weird. And then I go back, and then, like, quicker, it changes back. And then it got to the point where I would cha- push it, and it would change back. like Immediately. Yeah. Wow. And I got, like, chills talking about it. <laughs> but that was, like, the only time that anything like that ever happened. Nothing else scary ever happened in that house and so i'm like was it just a shitty tv yeah it was just a fluky like one-off experience because i'm like that's weird that wouldn't you wouldn't have any type of other like encounter yeah and so i'm like am i just like trying to make it scary by this ghost is gonna fuck with you for like one instance and then leave you alone i'm done (laughs) this is exhausting so yeah that i've always tried to hunt out scary shit like when I was younger, we'd like try and break into like the old mill. Do you know what the yeah. old mill is? We tried to break in there, and then there was this place in Sandy called the Coffin House. Ooh, we'd always go. Um, not always, maybe a couple times in high school, we'd go up north, to, like the old children's hospital. Oh, I tried to find that one yeah. time, but never like went into it yeah we were, we were a, always like there's an old bingham high school too that we'd heard like kids hang themselves yeah in the you know everyone has those urban legends and so but yeah. we never actually like hunted them out and then when we went to places like the old children's hospital we were always like too scared of trespassing or to get a ticket or get mm-hmm. arrested to actually go anywhere yeah 
see we would like go to a couple of these places but then like nothing happened or yeah i'm just like us being scared the whole fucking time yeah but then like that was it like looking back i'm like nothing ever happened yeah. we were just being scared idiots and we tried to walk around like the cemetery with like the cassette oh, yeah. recorder yeah you know asking <laughs> questions and trying to get the the voices on it and nothing ever happened and so you know i oh i did a ouija board one time yeah, when Ash and I got married and we moved in, when or not when we got married, when we moved in together. No, I let you ha- have it when we you brought it into the house. When did I make you get rid of the Ouija board? I think when we moved to come here. Yeah, when we moved into this house. Mm-hmm. I think I was like, okay, the Ouija board doesn't doesn't follow us into this house. Which is fine. I mean, I don't know why the fuck I kept it for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to keep this, but it creeps me out, so I'm going to hide it. Yeah. I was always thought it was weird that it was in like that like thick chest wrapped up in chains and like there's a uh, big eye on the front of it. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I part of me wants to believe in ghosts because it's like fun, I guess, and scary and especially like right now during Halloween. Um but I've also like I don't know, man. I just I don't know what I would do if I had like an encounter. Like I don't know, I'd probably like legit shit my pants. I think I would too. Yeah. Do you believe in mediums? I don't know, man. I like Teresa. Yeah, we watched the long. I mean, we don't watch it like it's not all the time, but the Long Island Medium. And there's some of the shit that she does where I'm like, I feel like this is staged. Like this could be faked. But then there's other things where I'm like, this feels pretty genuine. Like this feels yeah. pretty authentic. And I think that there are definitely people who are very, very good at reading, like emotion or like reading people um and can kind of like get inside their head or like get them to like admit things or or say things to give themselves away yeah um like mentalist but i don't know i i i'd love to have someone like talk to me and be like oh you've got this person next to you this is what they want to say and then be like "Mm, no that's that's wrong. You're feeding me bullshit. See, I believe in mediums. Do you? I've always wanted to go. to How can a you believe in show? mediums and not believe in ghosts? I said I believe in ghosts. No, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm I know. I just was more like a rhetorical thought. Um, you've been to a medium show? No, I've wanted to go, even though I don't feel like anyone would talk to me. Obviously, because I don't know, like dead people. Like no one close to me is died yeah which i guess Can you just i mean it's a good thing but yeah i don't know i'm just did you believe in mediums before you started watching the long island iced tea medium <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should be it should be iced tea the rapper <laughs> but like he's from long island long island iced tea uh, <laughs> i roll yeah i did believe in magic before that show okay well again it's one of those things like it's weird that i say like i don't necessarily believe in ghosts but like i refuse to watch the exorcist because that shit just feels like way too real and i've heard you know growing up religious i've heard way too many things about it that i am uncomfortable with inviting that into my home yeah i don't so like i don't fuck with it either like i may not like necessarily like outright believe in ghosts but i don't fuck with it either yeah 
Yeah, I don't. I ghosts like the idea of them scare me, and so it's like when if ever I hear like a noise or something in the house, I'm like, "Ah, oh, you hope you're a happy ghost, and we can just live together I, in peace." I was trying to mess with Ash. We'll be watching the baby oh monitor, and I'm like, "Oh my god, the baby chair." It's it's rocking by itself. You never said that. I would <laughs> fucking cut your dick off if you said that. That um, is like the baby monitor is the scariest thing in our house. Fucking terrified of it, and it it's so sensitive to where we have lullabies that play in his room. Some songs are louder than others, and it is so sensitive. It you can like put the uh, the screen to sleep, but if it detects noise or movement. It turns on, and a lot of time you click it to yeah. put it to sleep. But then, like a high pitched note or something comes on his lullabies, and so it will turn it on. Or if it's like the volume's too high, it will kind of just keep turning back on because it's like, no, bitch, there's noise. I'm turning on, <laughs> but it's still, I, I can't watch it for too long. Like there's times when I'm just like want to watch him sleep, but especially if it's positioned where it shows the chair in there. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to turn this upside down. Like and I did I've, just barely. Cause I'm like, you keep turning on and I'm telling myself that it's because his Alexa's too loud, but I'm going to turn you upside down. Cause you're creeping me out. So you don't have time as well. Just sit on the edge of the bed, just watching it, trying to like listen to it and watching to see if I hear anything like inside the room or oh my God. I if I can see anything it. going on. I don't so. want to talk about the monitor anymore. Okay. It's too real. It's scary. <laughs> Um, so Ash, what do you, what do we got next here? Um, if anyone follows me on Instagram, they probably know about this cause I talk about it all the fucking time and we've probably talked about it on here too. Cause Porter y'all know has been trying to get me to listen to podcasts for the last four years and fucks a couple months ago, I finally caved. But before then, the only thing I would listen to that he is like played for me was this podcast called spooked and they only do it once a year. They do it like, I don't know when it started last year, but this year it started the end of August and they just do an episode a week. It was that early. Yeah. I didn't realize it was the entire month of September. Yeah. Uh, and so they do one episode a week of real life ghost stories from first person perspective and well, they I, have the people telling their own yeah. stories. Yeah. And I have never like, cause I'll binge it if I'm behind or, you know, I'll listen to my one episode a week and then I'll like crave it. And I've tried to find other podcasts that do this and I can't. So <laughs> I am. Fuck you, baby monitor. I don't want to turn it the sound off because then if he starts crying i can't hear him because i'm turning it upside down do you want me just to hold it no anyways so they tell these like and it's not just like specifically ghosts it's like other weird creepy shit that's happened that can't be like explained and they haven't really gone in none of them talk about like ufos or aliens or that type of shit but oh my god i i love them yeah you like it too, don't you? Oh yeah, no, I'm a fan. I uh, this season I feel like has they this is they've only done a second. This is the second season. They started in 2017. Yeah, and I feel like this season has had 
a lot of misses where oh, like yeah. the first season in 2017, I think it was just. It was so good. Everything on there was like chilly. Like it yeah. was, it was scary. And this one has had a bunch where just like, there's this one that you're listening to and it's like all kind of scary and you're trying to figure out what's going on and you listen to it and then it turns out that it was like a hoax like the guy's like yeah it was my brother he just was playing a joke on me hanging paintings in my house i'm all yeah that one fuck you this is stupid i feel cheated like i really like i felt like personally like like angry like i had been like oh i was i was genuinely fucking pissed off by the time it got to the end but yeah aside from them being like not super scary well, they're still scary. I still like like listening to them, but compared to some of the ones that they've done, even this season, but especially last season, like they just don't have yeah quite as. Do you scary have a favorite stories. spooked? Oh, I have two. One of them. Well, I don't know. I there's a lot from last season that we listen to that I really like, and there's one from I think they're ones from last season and ones from this season. And one of them is there's a a guy, he's recently divorced. He's got two kids, like Yeah, boy and, boy and a girl. I think this is last season's. Yeah, seven or something and ten, you know, that type of age gap. And uh he finds this house to rent, they move in, and slowly like weird stuff starts happening where correct me if I get them confused but like he would he's got a his work journal or whatever and he lives at the top of the stairs like a date book or a calendar work journal work journal (laughs) bends down organizer yeah bends down to tie a shoe stands up his book is gone right and then uh, there was a basement attic, or a basement attic. Wait, what? <laughs> it was like a cellar. Yeah. No, it was upstairs. Oh. It was a like upstairs attic room, and there's a, a light, and I, I think it had a window of some sort, like yeah. a tiny little attic window, and the light would just be on, like they would come home from being out all day. I'm like getting chills talking, <laughs> telling the damn story. They would be out all day, come home, and the attic light would be on. Right. Um, the kids started experiencing similar things where nightmares and stuff. Yeah, lights would turn on, or they'd hear noises, or I don't remember if it would be like doors shutting or what. But they'd also experience the the attic light. They'd come home, and the attic light would always be on, and they'd go up and turn it off, and then it would, you know, be back on. And so they they finally uh, adopt a kitten and... When it got to the point where he wouldn't even like necessarily stay at the house, if the kids weren't there, he would sleep at someone else's house or like sleep in like the living room with the, on the couch with like the lights on yeah. instead of going in the ma- one of the master bedroom. Yeah. I don't know if that was before or after he got the cat. Yeah. So they get this kitten because they're like, oh, the energy is really shitty. Like we just need something. We need some something to put some light and some joy back in this house and so they get this cute little adorable kitten and they come home one day 
and they can't find the cat anywhere. Normally the cat like comes rushing to the door whenever they come home, can't find the cat. They're like searching for the cat. And finally the girl, I think she's was the older sister is looking and here's the cat meowing and it's in her closet. It was in her room. In her room, hanging by its neck from her bedpost. Like someone had like hung. not like it yeah, not like it got like it was being up. hanged. Yeah, like yeah. someone like tied it. it. Yeah. And they ended up this they saved the cat. It was fine. But and it was kind of at that point where they're like, like the final straw. Yeah. And they But yeah, the dad wasn't sleeping He'd have the cat, you know, but he wasn't sleeping in his room. He'd sleep in the living room with all the lights on in the house, and that's how he would sleep. And so he finally moves out, and I don't know how many months had gone by, and I think it might have been like around Halloween where they were in the car, and they're like, hey. Yeah, he was picking up his daughter and her friend on Halloween night. They're like, hey, let's go drive past the house and see, wouldn't it be funny if the attic light's on? And so they drive past, and the the attic light was on, and it wasn't it like the shutters were... Yeah, someone had pulled up all the way... Since they were there, yeah. the shutters had gone up. Yeah, they were halfway, and then they turned around to leave, and then they were all the way up or something. Yeah. I know, I've got goosebumps too. No. No, but here's the thing, the detail that you're missing about that story is that they were as they were, had been there for a little while. They started exploring and went up to the attic and saw all this stuff. Someone had moved the entirety of the house, like all this, the previous occupants, mm-hmm. um, all of her possessions up into the attic. And they're kind of like rifling through her stuff. And the, the daughter is like, This makes me uncomfortable. Like, this is someone's stuff. Like, we should be respectful. Like, even if they're dead, like, this is someone's stuff. And then at one point in the room or in this attic, in the corner of the attic, the dude's son, you know, this like six or seven year old little boy, found the noose. Oh, yeah. Because the woman had fucking hanged herself from the attic mm-hmm. and had died in that house. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And there, I always could, when that, I think, wasn't she, when they drove away, wasn't she at the window, the old woman? I don't remember. But I think it was just the windows, yeah. like the blinds or. That was a, that was a fantastic episode. I was, yeah. I was a big fan of that, that one. Yeah, there was another one that I really enjoyed. It wasn't, it was kind of weird and uh, I don't even know how to explain it. It wasn't like scary, but it was this this woman who was pregnant and she um, kind of from day one had like a, I don't know, if, I don't remember if she had a dream or it was just like this vision and like very realistic like i'm going to die like when i have this baby i'm going to die and her husband was like what like you're crazy what are you talking about and she's like no i've seen it i've seen it happen these are the details i i will not live if i if i have this baby and she starts going to various doctors and telling her telling your doctors like this is what's going to happen to me you need to figure out a way to save me and they kind of all just think the same thing like no no like we've this is a very good hospital because she was like i'm gonna bleed out on the table yeah, had some 
had some medical condition yeah that they they knew of but like no it's 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 not that big of a deal like it's it's a very it's a standard process it's a standard procedure like you'll be fine yeah and so she's calling to anyone who's going to be in the the operating room because she would i think she had to have a, a c-section uh-huh. and so she's calling to everyone who is going to be in the room when she delivers her baby and they're all kind of just saying the same thing like ma'am this can like we are very prepared we know of your medical records right you don't have anything good to worry about you'll be fine and so she goes and calls the next person the next person the nurse and she finally is like the last person i could call was the anesthesiologist and she's like you need to have this is my blood type you need to have extra yeah shit's going blood down. on hand because and it was very specific, like as if you watched way too much uh, Grey's Anatomy or something. Like, yeah. I am going to hemorrhage. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to. Uh, I don't remember exactly what, and I don't fucking know medical terms, but I'm gonna lose a lot of blood. I'm gonna go unconscious. You, if you don't do these things, I'm like going to die. I'm going to die. And she's like, okay. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that we know it's kind of the same bullshit she's heard from every other doctor. And so her husband uh was out of town or something. She's in the kitchen with her little three year old and there's like her water breaks or there's a gush of blood or something and she's like, Oh, well, we're having your brother now. We just gotta pack up and go to the hospital and All the while knowing she's going to die. Yeah. And she's like I think she had written a letter to her husband or left him a voicemail or something. And it was, I think she wrote him a letter. It was like, this is my goodbye letter. And wrote a, wrote a letter to her daughter, wrote a letter to like her unborn son. And then she goes in, they deliver the baby. And then at like exactly everything she said was going to happen, happened like, there's some complication. Yeah. And then she like hemorrhages, loses a shitload of blood. They like call for a crash cart. She ends up going into like convulsions, like if she's like having a seizure. Didn't she say like she remembers like watching this play out herself? Like you're jumping the gun, bruh. <laughs> um and so they, you know, they end up saving her. They end up getting the, the crash card in time and her blood transfusion. Um, and yeah, so she's, she's fine after that. And then kind of afterwards she was like, no, she, like you just said, like she's had, had this very out of body experience where she kind of was, uh, like ca- counting down from the, the anesthesia. And then, it was like a quick one, two, three. And then she's like jumps out from her body and is now watching this whole play out from above and watching herself die on the table. So then she, she's, you know, trying to cope with this after the fact. And she does some research and finds like, Oh, um, I heard hip like hypnotherapy is could be a really good way to to f- figure all this out or deal with this. 
And so she, her husband is so against it. And so she kind of does it anyways. And that's, she gets hypnotized and she gets put back in that situation and she's being recorded and she is her body movements and everything. And she's talking through it and she kind of reenacts everything that happened to her when she was having this happen. And, you know, her husband is still like, no, no, I can't watch that. I don't want to watch that. Like you're exaggerating, blah, blah, blah. So she ends up calling the anesthesiologist and says, Hey, this is, can you tell me, is this, is this what happened? And so she explains it and has her listen to the recording as she's explaining like her seizing on the table and the anesthesiologist is like, yes, that is exactly what happened. Like she's using like the same medical terms right. that the doctors and the nurses were using in there. And, um, yeah, the anesthesiologist was like, when you called me and you were telling me the things you told me on the phone and, you know, I was reassuring you and you said one thing to me, you said, it is what it is. Yeah. And she's like, so I flagged your file to have extra blood and had the or crash, something. the crash cart. Yeah. Waiting for you. And that's. The only reason you're the alive. The only reason she survived. And it's like not a ghost story. Yeah. But fuck it. Like I was so like captivated by it. And even like now I'm like, oh, it almost like makes me choke up because it's so like. Woo. <laughs> I don't know. I know. It's, it's terrifying to think like, you know, you wonder why some people get that gift. Yeah. Curse? I don't know I don't what know. it would be. I guess it depends who you talk to. Yeah. Um so we went and on our Facebook, which is not pulling up right now because our internet is out. There it goes for kind of some reason. Um we had asked a couple of people on our page to share experiences or whether or not they believe in ghosts. And so we're just gonna kinda go through a couple of their stories that people submitted. And these are first-hand accounts, which I thought was interesting. Um, because like Ash and I said, like we've never had anything happen to us. And so it's kind of hard for us to, to know or to believe in, in ghosts. We, we listen to these stories on these pod, this podcast a ton. And, and I love that podcast. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it. And I feel like everyone who, has listened to it like from our recommendation is just yeah. obsessed with it now too. Yeah. I wish we could get someone to talk about our podcast the way that we talk about spooked. Right. <laughs> um oh the other one, not to to go backwards, but my favorite one, and I won't go through the whole story, but it's these people driving late, late night, um through like backcountry Wisconsin. And they have to, to stop and pee. This woman has to stop and pee. And so her and this dude that she's with find this bar. Lights are on. There's music playing. Ooh, there's cars yeah. in the parking lot. This one they get out. They walk weird. in. And they, you know, like, yeah, I kind of had this, like, old-timey feel. There's this brand-new, gorgeous jukebox, you know, playing. And it was playing this one specific song. And 
there's all these people kind of watching us. And then as we got our beer, we walk over and we see this painting and it's like super like detailed and it it was a like an old western scene and then they started looking around at the people at the bar and they're like, "Oh, they're the same people as in the painting. Like the the they must be regulars and so when then the artist came, he just chose the people that happened to be here as the models for the the thing or for the the big mural. But then as they kept looking at the mural and looking back, they were like all of a sudden realized like nobody here is drinking. Like everybody is just has drinks at their table, mm-hmm. but nobody's actually drinking. Nobody's dancing. The bartender just keeps like polishing this glass and everybody's kind of watching us. And then they look back to the painting and they see that at the door, um, the doorway in this painting, you know, those old timey like swingy saloon doors, there's this woman and the man and they both are like, that's us. Holy shit. We are now all of a sudden in this painting. And then they turn around again and I think, like, at that point, everybody in the bar had kind of, like, stood up and was, like, facing them. Yeah. Kind of, like, almost walking towards them. And she's like, and then we just, we booked it out of there. We made, I'm getting all goosebumps. I know, <laughs> We made our way out of the bar. And the second we were out of the bar and the door closed behind us, the lights went out, the music went off, the doors, like, everything about that scene was gone. That's so crazy. It just turned off the yeah. second the door hit and the music was off the music was gone and we drove away we just got the hell out of there and then we said you know after talking about with some friends we came back a couple nights later and we were talking to the bartender who was a different bartender than the one that she had met and she's like hey who's the other who's the other guy the other bartender and the girl's like what are you talking about she's like no i was here and there was a man tending bar and the girls all know it's just my dad owns this bar and he's the only one that tends besides me him and i are the only She's like, no, I was here like two o'clock in the morning and there was this young man behind the bar. And she's like, no, we close at one or like 12 or whatever. And it's just two of us. And that was like, I've listened to that one a couple of times over because it's just, it's such a, it's such a different ghost story of this Mm -hmm. like traveling back in time kind of like. I almost brought that one up too as I was scrolling through the episodes. I saw that one. It makes you like wonder like what would have happened if they had stuck around? Like would they be like trapped in there forever? Like they just become a part of the painting yeah they're just part of the bar yeah so anyway um do you want me to read this story asher yeah sure. okay so going back to this is from one of our um our listeners she submitted this on the uh this is marriage support group and cassidy says um when i was 12 and 13 I lived with my stepmom in a house where the previous owner had committed suicide in one of the bathrooms. And you know that as soon as you hear someone had committed suicide in the house, that shit's about to go real. real. Strange stuff used to happen all the time. Glasses would clink together in the cabinets. Lights would turn on and off by themselves. And sometimes the cabinet doors would be all wide open after we had been gone all day. The first super crazy thing that happened happened to my stepmom. She found a box of baseball cards in the attic one day and brought them down to look through them. While she was checking them out, the light bulbs overhead suddenly exploded and glass shot everywhere. The weird part was she didn't have the lights overhead on at all, so there was no electricity going to them when it happened. Yeah. The next super strange thing that happened was when I was laying in bed in the middle of the night I woke up because I had to pee, but I couldn't get myself to move. 
I don't think it was sleep paralysis, but I just remember waking up and staring into the hallway at the foot of my bed. After just a few minutes, this white, misty thing slowly appeared at the left of the doorway and just moved down the hall to the right. I got chills. I know. I covered myself with my blankets, and I don't remember falling asleep. And that was she the end of her her encounters because it was a little, little... But how scary would that be? Like You don't even have the power on. Like The lights are off, and then they all of a sudden turn on and explode. Yeah. And then I think that that sleep paralysis thing is, is absolutely terrifying. Like I've heard that account before with people where they're like, I woke up and I felt this like weight on my chest. I couldn't move. I couldn't sit up. I couldn't do anything. Mine wasn't like ghost related, but I've had that happen to me one time and it was hands down like the most terrifying yeah. experience of like of that nature. Like I was awake and I was conscious and I could hear things, but I could not open my eyes and I could not move or I don't even think I could talk. But yeah, I... But to that, to be there where I knew where I was and not have it be like a scary, like ghosty scared. But then to like have that where it's like something is already going on in this house. Yeah. Um, Another story that we got from someone who worked at uh, work graveyards is a CNA in a nursing home. And Jenna says... Um, she would hear not, I asked her, I'm like, what have you seen? And she said, I, I only ever heard stuff like kids running back and forth on the second floor at midnight. Ooh, that gave me the chills. So these little tiny footsteps running back and forth, the elevator always going to the basement at night and the doors refusing to close and go to other levels. We learned to just never use them at night. And after patients had passed away, their call buttons would randomly go off, and they were in the patient's locked rooms. Oh, God. So call button in a locked room <sighs> just starts beeping. Fuck you, Fenway. He just, like, comes <laughs> creeping out of this chair. Like when we were watching It, and it was, like, some crazy scary moment oh in the movie. God. And our fucking, like, light falls from the ceiling. I know. In the kitchen. Cool. Podcat, just ram your head into my microphone. Uh, So, yeah, that was a lot of... Scary, quit it. Spooky shit. Yeah, I'm stoked. Are you excited for Halloween night? Are we? I I am, but I'm. Uh, I'm excited that's... for the traditions with Wild, like to start just kind of building traditions with him and like having to, getting to see him experience it for the first time. I'm just the only thing I'm worried about, and uh, I guess I just need to assume, and I I hope it's not just Utah, but. If so, because we live in Utah and a holiday doesn't happen to fall on a Friday or Saturday, it's like hard to find anything to do on that actual day. So I was kind of thinking we were just like do like a trunk or treat. But when I was Googling like where said trunk or treats are happening, like 90% of like all the activities happened like this last weekend yeah it's like oh it's a school night so we just won't have halloween on wednesday night like it's bullshit go trick-or-treating i know so i'm hoping we can just find like a little trunk or treat or something maybe at the mall um but if not we're just gonna put on our super cool costumes which you'll find out what they are next week and um just trick-or-treat around our house or 
pick yeah. a neighborhood that has cool decorations well, or something. Wild isn't walking anyway, so it's like up to us to determine our stamina of carrying him around or putting him in a wagon. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's just, it's going to be pretty limited to our, our neighborhood, maybe see the grandparents or something. So, yeah. Okay. Are, are you excited? Oh, yeah. No, I, I think it's going to be great. I'm excited for our costumes. Um, I think it's just fun for us to have wild out and have him be able to like kind of just start to to go through this yeah and we can use his him as an excuse to get some free candy yeah we're just gonna we should just go trick-or-treating for hours <laughs> trick-or-treat here's my sleeping child in my arms <laughs> <laughs> he's back at the street in the wagon he's in the car <laughs> he's at home asleep <laughs> but we're not too old to be trick-or-treating we're doing it for him yeah so anyway guys thanks for tuning in for our very very special Ash is just yawning her face off right now. Wild got up at like 5.30 this morning and I cannot hang. Yeah, we're way too old for that shit. Um, But yeah, thanks for tuning in to our very special episode. Um, Don't forget to rate and review on the iTunes. Let us know what you thought. Share it with a friend, guys, if you find it to to be fun or entertaining or beneficial at all. Share it with some, some peeps. Sharing is caring. Yeah. Let some people know that you love them by uh, sharing our podcast. And we will be back next week with another brand new episode of This Is Marriage Podcast. I'm Porter. I'm Ashley. We love you. A long time. Good night. Bye. Bye.